people I, I feel like i can't breathe <laughs> so, <laughs> so good to have you guys here with us i we are excited to be back live yeah we've, we've always been live we've I know, always been live but we we waited a week and we're back so i'm excited honestly you <laughs> i don't know what you had this morning but it was not legal no okay to be honest i am struggling a little bit to breathe but it's because i'm conscious about breathing right now that i'm like do i have enough air <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm good. I'm good. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm go. sure I'm feeling a little short of breath. Hang, hang on, go back, go back. About what? No, no, hang on one second. I'm self-conscious about breathing. Yeah. <laughs> That's not, not self-conscious. I'm conscious. Like I'm I'm like, am I taking full like because you know what? No, you I don't know what. Okay. When you breathe, do you think about breathing or it just it of, just happens, right? Of, of course. But then when you become conscious about it, then you start like that is, weird. that is not a thing. Yeah, that is a thing. That is not 100% a thing. So you're telling me, you're telling me that, <laughs> hang on one second. So let me just understand this correctly. Okay. <laughs> you don't think about breathing, but the minute you start thinking about breathing, <laughs> you stop like breathing. Breathe. <laughs> 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 I'm gasping for air when I'm thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> so you, right? <laughs> that is the weirdest thing. Thing I've ever heard in my we entire life. We all have life. our quirks. That's right? not a quirk. That's a. That's yeah. That's not a, definitely not a quirk. Let me bring up the chat here. All right. So we're super excited to be here today. Not bad. We're to be here. Are you gonna do the intro or what? Oh, can, can you pass me the, uh, the what the cloth? Cloth. There's a cloth. Dude, the cloth. The, cloth. the wipe, man. The cloth. No, the cl- is that a that's paper. Where? I don't know, understand. The what green cloth. thing right there. Oh shoot! I thought that was not a cloth. Like I had no idea what that was. Oh <laughs> Are you gonna do the intro or what? <laughs> I can't breathe, so you go ahead. I can't think straight. Welcome, welcome back to our podcast, Vision to Success, hosted by Miguel Martinez and my uh, business partner. <laughs> Your partner, please well, <laughs> include can, business. Can, can I tell you? So I did a I did a bunch of workshops last week. Like mm-hmm. I was very very busy. And and so I did a. I, I was doing. I was in Wellington and Guelph. I, anyways, I was all over Ontario. Yeah, I was traveling all over. Right, it was a busy week for me last week. So I was all over Ontario, and I kept talking about you. Right, mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, me and my partner, we have this podcast. Because at the end of the presentation, I promote the podcast. Right, mm-hmm. and so I'm like, yeah, me and my partner, we're gonna, you know, da da. And then and <laughs> and then she and then one lady is like, oh, you know, what is what is your partner doing the business? I'm like, well, she really focuses on women empowerment uh, on the side, and and we focus focus on content creation and downloadables and worksheets and things like that. And she goes, oh, she goes, you should get your you should get your wife to come down and do a presentation for us. <laughs> You're like, I'm like my wife. She <laughs> has nothing like 
she, you will never cut, catch her like that anywhere, like talking public speaking. I'm like, my wife. She goes, yeah, your wife. I'm like, you know my wife? <laughs> she <laughs> full out had a conversation. I, I literally, in the, middle of, in the middle of the workshop, me and this lady are having this conversation. And I'm like, you know my wife? She goes, yeah, your wife, your business partner. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> <You're> like, <I'm> like, <laughs> so now, every time I'm, and so towards the end of the week, yeah, and uh, I'm like, so my partner, my business partner and I have a because for the everybody thinks that when I say partner, I it's mean a, the, like a life from, partner. Yeah. yeah. What's funny how they 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 asked you like, oh, what do they do? Just in case you know, oh, male yeah. or female, and yeah. then after they're like, oh, it's your wife. Or your <laughs> yeah, yeah. You you should invite your wife to do a, a presentation. Like, <laughs> like Tegan would be like, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Tegan Tegan would shoot that down quicker than quick. So, I just. I always remember when we asked her to do podcasts with us because she's so good at so many different things, right? In the beginning, she's excited because she sees our podcast and she loves it. And then she's like, yeah, 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 let me do it, let me do it. And really, because every time I've asked her, she's like wide-eyed and she's like, ah. Uh. No, she has. So when I've spoken to her about it, because so her big forte is is Mike. It's the same thing with Mike. Organizational yeah. skills, oh, 100%. planning, and like, and again, right? And so when I told her that the day that we were supposed to have Mike... That was the day that we were supposed to have Tegan. Yeah. We should have Ma Mike and Tegan. She will never. No? She will Maybe we'll never. Okay, by the end of the year, let's make it a goal for her. <laughs> you can't really make goals for other people. But <laughs> yeah, here that, we are. We're that, like, let's that's make it. That's not how it works. You know that, right? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, you won't, uh, you won't catch her alive just uh, doing a podcast. Yeah. In, in, um, yeah, even when I record or whatever. I, I was doing, uh, she was here working. And I was here filming a video for, for a, a school. So I'm, the camera's on me. I'm like, hey, hey. I'm like, hey, do you want to say hi to Tegan? And she goes, shut that thing down right now. <laughs> and I'm like. All right. I guess I'll be editing that part. <laughs> she hates it. She hates anything that has to do with camera. Yeah. So how was your, how was your week? It was good. It was busy. Um, I, we had a full out snow day. So on. For me, when there's no school buses, I keep my kids home. Yeah, we, yeah. yeah, we do the same. Yeah, so I'm like, so we had a, we did that on Thursday, and yeah, it's it's been busy, it's been good. Yeah, yeah, it's been really good. What about you? No, same thing. Um, on when 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 do we have the storm? Wednesday. Wednesday into Thursday, but then Thursday they canceled the buses, and by Thursday like midday it was sunshine and like oh, clear everything skies. had melted. No, no, yeah. No. So, so the 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 when was okay? Which night? Wednesday night or Thursday night? Wednesday. So Wednesday night. So Thursday morning was the banks of snow. Right? Yes. Right. Yes, yes, yes. So Thursday, I've been going to the gym with Josh, right? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and Josh is like, hey, are we meeting up on Thursday? And I'm like, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and, and a hesitant yes. <laughs> it, it was a very hesitant yes. <clears throat> and then I'm like, uh, so I, I, so as, when I went to bed, I'm like, dude, I'm not waking up at 2 in the morning <clears throat> to clear the driveway. Mm -hmm. I'm like I'm, I'm I can be dedicated and all that stuff, but I'm like I'm not about <laughs> shoveling snow at two in the morning. And so I'm like I just canceled. Yeah. So I, I didn't go. I didn't. So I went in the afternoon. Yeah, because I'm like it, it was it was quite a bit of snow. Mike was, was. out there two hours. He was. Yeah. Uh, so it was me, the two boys, and my father-in-law out there. Oh wow. Yeah. 
Yeah, it took my two hours. So I'm guessing it took you guys like, a l well, consider a little, a little bit less because there was many of you. Yeah, we, and, but we help out the neighborhood as well. Okay. So we'll, uh, Seth will do our neighbors. Okay. Um, she's like an older single lady that just lives there. Uh, her husband passed away a couple of years ago. And so we'll, we'll do that driveway. <clears throat> so we'll do the walk. The walkway is like the sidewalk. Yeah. Going into her, into her house and then past her house to the next house. So, yeah, so we're, and then there's three cars that we have to take the snow off. Yeah. And then, and we live in a corner lot. So yeah. when that machine comes around, it just drops everything on our end. Yeah. So we have to, like, make space for the Jeep and all that. Yeah. It was, it was chaotic. Yeah. But I have a question for you. Okay. Are you ready? I feel like I'm parched now. <laughs> so you can't breathe and you can't drink. Your, your body's just shutting down right now. Breathe. Think about breathing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel that there's not enough air here. Are you serious? <laughs> Dude, this has to be a medical condition. <laughs> anyway, ask me the question. Okay. So I found this, I saw this question. I'm like, I have to ask Maria. What part, and, and, and for, for all those who are listening as well, maybe you want to chime in. Uh, what part of your life experience would you alter... If you could have the chance to do it, uh, when I my teen years, my uh, like when I was twelve to sixteen, I would. Twelve to sixteen. Yeah, and the reason why I say that I would like I've told you before I was extremely painfully shy. Right, I feel like if I would have been confident enough myself I would have been able to form better relationships and closer relationships because I didn't have a lot of friends I didn't have a lot of relationships I, I felt very lonely okay so I think if I could alter something it would be that okay but then I again I think about it but then I'm like then I wouldn't have the appreciation that I do have now in the contrast so yeah yeah so what is it would I do it yeah is the question would I do it or what would I do hey, hey Vanessa Hey, Josh. What's oh. up, Josh? Hey, God. Stoked on where I'm at. Where are you? Where are you? Yeah, where are you, dude? <laughs> no, we're I'm like... like <laughs> this is dangerous. Oh, maybe he means like he's stoked for being here? That or he's on the toilet. <laughs> he's not you. <laughs> I, I get so excited when I'm in the back. You know what? You okay, side story. <coughs> One time, Miguel and like uh, Mike and another friend of ours, Jason, went out for Jason's birthday. Yeah. And you guys had eaten like a crazy amount of food. Yeah. And then you barely made it home. Yeah. And you sent Jason and Mike a picture of you on the toilet. That never happened. It was a picture of your feet. Oh, yeah. It was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like. It was. Okay, hang on one second. I like how you're like, that never happened. I'm like, actually, sir, it did. Okay, of my feet. Of my that doesn't count. When you say I send a picture of my toilet, like me say like I'm thinking pants down, yeah, selfie looking up, you know. Dude, that's that is not yeah, that is not a so Josh, this is the type of friend that you have, just to <laughs> make you aware. It, it was of my feet. It was of my feet. Let's get it clear. Oh, don't be going around starting starting rumors here, dude. It was of my feet. Um, but yes, I I we ate so much. Yeah. Like we had a, we had, yeah, we went to a, where were we? Oh, we went to the gun range. Yeah, and then and you guys went out to eat after. Then we went to an all you can eat. And the, yeah, but I was I was knocked out. 
like I was in the back seat and I, <sighs> like the sweats and everything. Oh yeah. If you <laughs> and you know when Miguel is like done, like you see the beads of sweat, like you know you're in trouble. So please don't be close to him when that look is there. <laughs> you you're starting like the worst rumors. <laughs> alive like that <laughs> i'm just teasing okay so it says here joshua says that josh, josh says that he wouldn't change anything in his life so josh says he wouldn't change anything yeah okay um okay so what do you think would you change anything nothing so there are <clears throat> there are and see this is the thing right in the but see this is the thing you asked me a trick question because you said what would you change yeah <laughs> you're like nothing so you're blaming me now for the Absolutely. You made me answer wrong. No, I'm just kidding. No, it's um it, it's there are certain parts of my life that have been painfully painful. <laughs> that have been regretful, painful. Crap, I can't believe I did that kind of stuff. Um and I've I've managed because I've got, I had good mentors, mm -hmm. I've managed to make those those uh those those um challenges or hurdles or or pitfalls to turn them into lessons right like um we're watching so we're watching the rock the walking dead mm -hmm. right and with your three-year-old right yeah with my three-year-old <laughs> is there any other is there any other way <laughs> yeah did i tell you when we're trying to cover his eyes and he's like pushing it away <laughs> like this is the good part <laughs> it's like what are you talking about <laughs> and the song is like <laughs> no 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 he's not, he doesn't watch it but um the uh so there's a storyline maggie goes on a mission with a whole bunch of people like 12 15 of them kind okay. of thing and half of the party dies okay right like something happens whatever i'm not going to spoil it for anybody whatever but half of the party dies okay and so then they come to a, a, a part in the road where she has to make a decision keep going on to do the mission mm -hmm. to go get more food or cut their losses and go back. And so somebody that's still alive in the party says, if we quit now, everything that we did will have gone to waste. Yeah. Right? Like all those lives, you know, all those, those 10 people that died, like it would have been for nothing. Yeah. Right? And so the only option is to go forward. And so I feel that when something bad happens to you, that you, you have a decision to make. You can mm -hmm. either be like, it happened, it happened, and it sucks or whatever, <clears throat> or you can dwell on it, and then that be, the, that becomes you. But then I've had, and like I said, I was saying before, I have had really good mentors that have said, don't waste these learning opportunities. Yeah. Turn turn them into lessons and teach those lessons. Mm -hmm. And it's, And here's the thing is, those lessons are not to change people. Those lessons are to guide people so that when they make those mistakes, they'll, they know that there are options out there for them. Yeah, it's true. Right? And so uh, sometimes we, 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 we get into these positions of leadership and mentoring and stuff like that. And we think that what we're doing is we're creating the, we're trying to create their perfect lives. And it's, it's not. What we're trying to do is show them that when those things happen, they have options and that they're not alone. And then this is how they would tackle them. And this is a way out, out of those pitfalls and things like that. But I totally agree, especially when it comes to like parenting or mentoring youth. You need to share the hard. Oh, so honestly. one, they know that they're resilient and other people, like it has happened to them. But yeah. second, they learn those lessons of being mm. like, okay, this happened to me. This happened so-and-so. They were able to get through. Okay, let's do it. Kind yeah. Of thing. Oh, 100%. What yeah. did Vanessa say there? 
Uh, there are a few points I think I would change truthfully. It's mainly being courageous enough to do some things earlier, like saving money earlier, those sorts of things. Yeah. 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 That, that's definitely okay. So that that would be something. Uh, yeah. But even that. But yeah, I can see that. It does. Like I totally agree because I can. One of the one of the uh, I think one of the mindset hurdles that are hard to overcome sometimes is feeling like it's too late, especially when it comes to money. Yeah, I remember having yeah. yeah, I remember having a meeting with our financial advisor, and here I was, you know, I'm in my late 30s. I went in, and we went into this meeting with him, and I'm like, I'm feeling overwhelmed because I'm like, oh my gosh, it's too late. Like they say, invest in your 20s, and I'm thinking yeah. all this stuff in my head. And then we went into the meeting and he's like, listen, guys, he's like, you are so young. You have so much life ahead of you. It's never too late. It's just that these strategies change. So anyway, like, I think one of the things that we need to overcome as people is having that feeling. What are you doing? Keep, keep talking. Am I interrupting you? <laughs> yes. I'm not interrupting you. I'm listening to what you're, Yeah. And then what happened? <laughs> anyway, it's just overcoming the feelings that it's too late. In reality, it's never too late. Your strategies may change. The way you do it may change. Yeah. But essentially, you could potentially still achieve the things that you want. Yeah. Like, I, when I grew up, I didn't grow up with parents who taught me to invest. Yeah. It's up, a different mindset. Same thing is. for us, right? Yeah. Like, I, my my parents didn't have that. I think it's more of a, of a mindset that is built here as opposed to where we came from, Ecuador. Yeah. There, it's more like you live you, paycheck to paycheck. Exactly, that's the lifestyle, yeah. right? You just make yeah. sure that you have enough for now. Because I remember living in Ecuador, we were we were buying food daily. Yeah, it, it wasn't like big grocery trips. You just you make what you make what you make, and then you pay what like you pay that day. Yeah. So I was I didn't grow up with uh, investing. I grew up with uh, saving, yeah. which is different. Yeah. So uh, investing is you take your money and you put it into a portfolio or something, whatever, and and you allow the money to work for you, right? Yeah. Saving is just putting your pennies underneath or, you know, putting your $5 bills, dollar bills underneath the mattress, right? So my parents, because we were, we, we, we were somewhat well off, right? We had property, we had land in the back and we had rental properties in the back and stuff like that. <clears throat> so my dad always taught me to save, save all your pennies, whatever. Blah, and then in a rainy day, you'll have something there. So that lesson I learned, but investing, it's, that's something that I learned until maybe 12, 15 years ago. <laughs> Shoot. I, le I learned that lesson in my, when I was 35. So I learned that yeah, lesson so four years ago. So it's, it's the same. I'm 44. Okay. So like ten, nine years ago. Ten, yeah. 10, yeah. 30, 35 yeah. years old. That's when I started learning about how to work money and putting money towards, you know, that other, uh, like allowing it to, to work for you. Right. Yeah. So anyways, so it's funny enough. So, <clears throat> so you wouldn't change anything? No. Because because of all the hardship that I've gone through and all the good times, that's the reason why I have perspective on certain things and that's the reason why I am the way that I am. So here's a part two to this question. Okay. So if you can go back mm -hmm. and teach your younger... During that hard time, you said between the ages of what? Well, the hardest, hardest part were between the ages of 12 to 16. So 12 to 16. Yeah. So if say. you can go back now, Maria, you're what, 48, 49? <laughs> Absolutely. I look so good for 40. <laughs> that Botox is working, right? Well, no, that side of the <laughs> hair is just honestly, dude. Stop looking at it. You don't need to look at it. What I don't is, know what he's what talking there's about. There's a bald spot right there. Really? Where? Oh, you, you know what it is? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't have a bald spot. It's not a bald spot. <laughs> it's when you grab your hair and you're putting it up here. Oh, okay. And so there's like that spot right there. <laughs> and it's, it's staring at me right now. <laughs> 
good at saying hello. <laughs> anyway, what were you saying? So if you, Maria, whatever age you are, <clears throat> can go back to that age group mm-hmm. of 12 to 16, mm-hmm. what would you say? To myself? To yourself. Knowing everything that you've learned now and all the life experience that you've, you've acquired and everything, what would you say? That it's going to be okay. I don't think I would change it. Uh, I don't think I was ready at that age to absorb the knowledge that I needed in order to change. So I would just tell myself or I would tell the, a smaller version of me that it's going to be okay, that you're going to grow, you're going to blossom into a different, well, into the person who you really are. And these are just learning years. So hang on one second. I'm going to challenge that. Okay. I'm going to challenge it. Yeah. <clears throat> The 12, 16-year-old listening to that advice, not knowing it's you in the future, would that 12, 16-year-old listen to that advice? So here's, here's my question for you. I would tell them it's me. Hey, it's me. <laughs> no, no, you, you can't tell them that it's 100% you. 100% I would tell her. No, no, no. I can't tell her it's me? No, you can't tell them it's you. You know why? Have you seen the movie with Ryan Reynolds? Yeah. When he goes back to the future? Yeah. And then, and then the little, little and he's like, oh, dude, I'm big. It's like, do I get any in the future, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Do you remember yeah. that? Okay. So, and so you're not living by faith anymore. If you, if, I, if a younger you sees what you're going to become, this wonderful person, then you're taking away that, you're taking away that whole faith, living by faith. If, if God was to show up right now, right? If Jesus Christ was to show up right now and be like, this is who I am, you would stop living by faith and you would start living by knowledge, knowing that he lives. So you can't tell... Yeah, I can't tell them it's me. And show them what you've become, like this wonderful person with a phenomenal husband and, and a great partner. <laughs> Business partner. <laughs> Business partner. You can't, you can't. Yeah, we got we to gotta emphasize that, right? It's just because people seem to think that we're married. Everywhere we go, we got to shut that down. So <laughs> we're like, no, we're not married. Um, okay. Well, this is the thing. I think at that point, if I couldn't tell the person, I'd be like, hey, I know this sucks. I know you have no friends. This sucks. I know how you feel. I know it sucks. And your and 12-year-old will listen? Probably. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. Maria's bond's husband is pretty... Yeah, he is pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I guess at that point, I you know what? All I could do, because I don't know if 12-year-old me would listen to be like, hey, you know what? Just be yourself. What kind of advice is that? People yeah. usually are like, be yourself. And you're like, what you, does that you, even mean? You hear that You hear that all the time. Exactly. So maybe the things that I could do is actually be like, hey, pick something that you like and work towards that. Let's build your confidence towards a skill. And then maybe my confidence would have built a little bit more. Maybe I would have gotten to know more people, right? Mm. So maybe I would have expanded my views as far as encouraging younger me to do things a little bit different, but not pushing to a place where being like, hey, just go say hi to that person. Because I wasn't at that place. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I think the only thing that I could do with younger self of me is to tell her I know how much it sucks. To be like, hey, these are small things that you can help that can help you to feel better. So do them and you will feel better. And mm. then just just tell her that it's going to be that when you grow up, it's going to be better. Mm. It's so hard. So kind of talking about the younger version of me, this is a little bit kind of like it, but a little bit different, I guess. I have a daughter. Right, Raquel? Mm-hmm. She's mm-hmm. 11 years old. Raquel is shy, okay? Me, at her age, I was shy. But this is the thing with Raquel. Raquel has a quiet confidence to her. She is A-OK sitting on her own. 
I'm the one that suffers <laughs> seeing her sitting by herself. I'm like, my baby. Oh, my gosh. That Friday. I was like, <laughs> I know. who is she, who is she talking to? <laughs> I know. Seriously. But you know why that happens? Because I parent her from my own autobiography. And right. so I've had to self-assess. And I've had to be like, okay, is this truly an issue? Or is this what I think based on my childhood? of how I was, right? Because I was having this conversation with Mike and he's like, I think when you were young, he's like, the reason why it was so lonely for you is because you've, you're an extrovert. You get energy from being with people. Like you never see me, like if I'm out and about and I'm talking to a whole bunch of people, I don't come home and like rejuvenate. I come home and I'm like, oh my gosh, guess what? Guess who I met? This person's gonna... Mike is like, is she still talking? <laughs> Poor Mike, I love you. <laughs> he goes upstairs, you come down, he comes I'm down still... and you're still talking. It's like... I'm like telling him all about like, like perfect example on Friday, I, my son had a procedure. I met the dentist. I'm telling him the whole life story of the dentist and how like I told her we should be friends. And she's like, let's go out for coffee. And I'm like, done. Gosh, you're that person? 100% oh of that person. Gosh. <laughs> but see, this is why I struggled when I was 11, right? Because I was like an extrovert, I guess. And I didn't know it. And so not being around people hurt me. Mm. As opposed to Raquel, Raquel is naturally energized being at home. She's the kind of person that goes out, comes home, but she needs her time to read. She needs her time to recuperate. Then she's with her family, her siblings, and she like blossoms, right? Yeah. So it's been it's been a learning curve to uh, learn how to parent her based on her needs and not based on the needs that I think she needs based on my own childhood. Okay. Anyway, that was a that was a yeah a big one. And, and and one of the so the reason one of the biggest reasons why I asked you that is because <clears throat> that seems to be one of the biggest problem not biggest problem one of the biggest challenges the parents are having right now is how do I counsel my child? How do I talk to them? Right? And 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 this is the biggest thing. Parents need to realize that you need to put yourself in their positions. Number one. Right. Mm -hmm. What would you want to have been told? Yeah. Right. And how? And, and it's not. And so the what is important, but the how is just as important. And so if we're telling the kid general advice, it's going to be OK. You're going to get through this and all these different things. For some, it might work. Mm -hmm. But ninety nine point nine percent of these kids out there right now, they, they, they want something more tangible. Yeah. Right. They want something. They want some. Well, what can I do to get better? And I mean, <clears throat> and, and the perfect example, if you take a look at a football uh, basketball coach, like I used to I used to coach uh, T-ball uh, baseball. And there's a big difference when you tell a kid, OK, don't worry, eventually you're going to hit it and trying to give them that motivation and that hope. And for some, it's going to work versus that kid that's that's not hitting every any ball and they're not they don't know when that is. Mm -hmm. And so with that child, you give them a little, you work with that child. You give mm -hmm. them a little bit of tools, a little bit of tips, a little bit of tricks and be like, okay, stand like this and stand like that. And you walk with that child until they hit that ball. Mm -hmm. And when they hit that ball, they're like, see, I told you, I told you eventually you were going to hit that ball. Yeah. So motivation is not, is not. It's not hurrah. Hey, you got this. It's it, like. It can be, it can be all motivation, right? Yeah. It, there has to be. The how-tos. There, there, there needs to be a how-to, right? <clears throat> this is how you do it. So for a kid that's struggling talking to people, right? Oh, it's going to be okay. You're going to make friends in one ear and out the other. Yeah. It, it's not enough, right? Yeah. Kids don't have perspective. They can't. They need your perspective. Exactly. <clears throat> so they, you need to be like, well, have you tried talking to somebody? Yeah. Have you, why don't you bring a toy 
you know, like a Beyblade or whatever, and, and get a, and, and start battling with their friends. Now you're giving them the tools and how to do it. And then they go, they try it, and I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah, I was, I was battling Beyblades with three other kids or whatever. We had a blast. You like, find awesome. a commonality, right? Right. You help them to try to find a commonality. Right. So going back to your past self mm-hmm. and talking to them and just giving them that motivation, listen, it's going to be okay, you're going to be fine, it's not enough. Yeah, that's probably why I wouldn't listen. <laughs> If you're anything, oh my gosh! If you're if your twelve year old is anything like how you are now, oh no, I was not. I was like, I was so painfully shy. I don't know if I would have listened though. What changed? Like from the story, like I didn't know you at twelve years old, but from the stories that you tell me, like you're afraid of your own shadow. Hundred percent. Now though, you're like you're best friends with your shadow. hundred percent. Like, I'm like, hey so, girl, <laughs> we got this. So annoying. Like so freaking annoying it took years what but what was there a pinnacle moment yeah it was when i was after i had joey it took me three kids in so i i didn't start developing i, I know i know you have three kids i just don't know the names i have or four order. i have four kids i'm like i was again i want to make sure that you knew so i knew you have four kids i just don't know the, the numerically okay so joey's my third kid the right? third kid so i struggle and raquel's the last one <laughs> she's the first one she's the first one okay so i have four i have an 11 turning 12 I have a ten, almost ten year old. I have an eight year old, and I have a six year old. So I have four kids. The girl, right? The last one's a girl. Yeah. So, so two girls, two boys. Boys are in between. Right, girl, boy, boy, girl. Yes. Yeah, and the the girl, the the youngest girl. What's her name again? Ruby. Yeah, Ruby. Ruby, spitting image. Of who? Of Mike. Mike. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like that kid cannot. You cannot <laughs> deny that that kid. I look at. I look at Ruby. I'm like, that is grossly, disgustingly, so, not in a bad way, but that is just... That's like it, the spitting image of my... freaky how, you know, lo- how much they look alike. Even you, when she looks at me... <laughs> you know what I love about her, too, is that she's all Mike on the outside, but she's all me on the inside. Like me, like now. Like how I am now, not me when I was young. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah so she's very fiery. Okay. <laughs> he 100% is. I am... What do you mean? I'm not a, I'm not a, he never knows your kids' names. He never knows how many kids. And granted, how how long have we known each other? Do you know why though? <clears throat> and there's a reason why. Okay, tell me. No, I'm being serious, and this is I'm being very very serious. <laughs> okay. Scientifically speaking. Okay, tell me. <laughs> Please do tell. I will. Okay, tell Scientifically me. speaking, I can only retain so much information. So if I start storing other kids' names in my head, <laughs> I'm gonna forget my own. Because <laughs> uh-huh. I can't do that. You just I'm gotta. A, I already struggle when I'm trying to call them out. <laughs> oh my gosh it's been forever holy buddy how are you man welcome to to the show but yeah if i start if i start putting information in there (laughs) you're like your kids names are gonna come out it's either my kids names or just like ward council people like something else is gonna pop out and (laughs) and so i have to be there's only so much real estate that i have in my head (laughs) that i have to be careful what i store in there Okay. So that's that's my and scientifically that's that's explainable. Sure. sure. <laughs> if you say so, that, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> so, go. what were we talking about? So when was that turning point that you went from like I afraid of your own shadow to like, look at me, <laughs> look at me. It's been a pro. It's been a journey. So I would say the journey is about eight years. March fifteenth will be eight years since I've been on this journey. It didn't happen right away. It started with fitness. Okay. Right. So it started after I was. No, no. But what was your what was your turning point? Not when. What was your turning point? Like when did you say it was like, 
I'm, I'm, I'm tired of being shy. I'm tired of being so introverted. I'm tired of being like this. And I just, I need to talk to everybody and just annoy everybody that I meet. <laughs> I think, honestly, I think it was a process. I can't tell you like an individual pinpoint. What I can tell you is that I have improved tremendously this past year. So okay. I, I would say my, my biggest improvement has been this past year was 75 hard. Oh, yeah. I hate so that, that. And then what I M was. Mike hated that, too. 100%. He hated it. But the last uh, the last month that you do 75 hard is that you have to speak to someone who you don't know, hold a conversation, like speak to a stranger every day for 30 days. And I was terrified about doing that. Right. Because I was like, oh, my gosh, like. Just it, randomly, yeah, like just you, randomly. Go, you go to a grocery store and be like, hey, you bald man. Yeah, but you know what I found? I found like some of the things that we were talking, there are certain things that you can do to talk to people, right? Like you find commonalities. One example was I was at Costco. I was looking at these boots. Another lady picked up the You're same. You're looking at what? At these boots. Oh, boots. Boots. <laughs> boots. <laughs> I'm like, why are you looking at boobs, dude? Not boobs, boots. Okay, I heard <laughs> boobs. I was looking at someone's boobs, <laughs> and then we just started talking about them. The, that's definitely anyway. that's definitely a way to get conversation okay, going. Okay, so here I'll give you the secrets about talking to strangers. These these are the tactics that have worked for me, and I can continue getting to know people because of them. One, you find a commonality. Right. Okay. Oh, okay. Even before that, actually, scratch that. The first thing you gotta realize is that majority of people don't talk to each other because they're in their head. It has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with people not wanting to talk to you. I mean, that could be like a, a small, maybe like five percent of the time. But ninety-five percent of people are stuck in their head. Right. They're stuck about like they're worried about. Like, what do you mean stuck in their head? Well, they're worried about how they sound. They worry about how they look. They're worried about like the, the issues and things that are going on in their life. They're not thinking about anybody else but themselves. While grocery shopping, while going 100%, to the 100%. Yeah. Like everybody. And so people have a natural shy factor to them. Right. Because okay. it's hard opening up yourself to anyone. And you don't want to be vulnerable. You don't want to be shut down. Not Josh. Oh, yeah, Josh is fine. I'm sure he's good. Josh at the gym is so annoying. Talks to everybody. That that would be me, 100%. But that was for me a built skill. I didn't have that before. Okay. So anyway, so after you you tell, like you you come to terms that that's the fact or that like that does happen. Majority of people are stuck in their head. And so then after that, it becomes a whole lot easier because you go and you find a commonality. So for instance, I'd be on my walks in the morning and then I'd find people and they have a dog. And that's a perfect time yeah. to talk to them, right? Okay. So I'm like, oh, hey, how are you? Uh, I love your dog. What kind of dog is that? So we have like a small like exchange. And then that would be my person that I got to know that day. Another one mm. is that I, this was my favorite because I combined both an act of kindness and getting to know somebody. I was at the dentist, right? And there was this mom and she had like a, a little baby in a car seat. And then she had two other kids. They were quite young as well. And the kids are like all over the place and she's struggling hardcore, right? And she's trying to leave. So I just went to her and I was like, hey, can I help you with the car seat and take it outside? And she's like, oh my gosh, please. So I took the car seat. She went outside. Kids went in. We like clipped in the car. And I was like, hey, I was like, I just want to tell you that I know what you're feeling. I have kids too. And you're probably doing better than you think. And I gave her a hug. Stop. And she's like, 100. Ask Mike, I hug people that I don't know all the time. And so then she was like, oh, my gosh, thank you so much. And I was like, yeah, I'm like, have a good day, okay? Walked right back into the dentist. 
That's one of my favorite stories. Oh, you probably just made her entire day. Oh, I love <laughs> it because I'm like, people, you know, people, like, we have our stuff that's going on. And when we feel overwhelmed, don't we want somebody just to smile at us or just have a short conversation or be seen? But, okay, so what you did there, going up to a perfectly good stranger and hugging them, <laughs> walking to, first <laughs> of totally all, different. so first of all, a guy couldn't do that. No, I probably not. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> a guy, can I walk you to the car? Uh, no, I'm okay. No, let me walk you to the car. Let me and then I'll hug you yeah. after and tell <laughs> you you're doing a good job. Yeah, you're doing such a phenomenal job. Come here. <laughs> I know. But you get it like... So here's yeah. my... From that, you doing that to being painfully shy, that was not overnight. No, it was a process. It took years. Years. Like, I'm telling you, seven years. Wow. This is work. This is day in, day out. This is the mundane that people that often as human beings, we're like, oh, that's not going to work. What's five minutes of personal development going to do for my life? Nothing. Like, I don't see the change. That's what it did for my life. Wow. Seriously, 10 pages a day, 10 minutes of personal development a day helped me to overcome a lot of my barriers to be to a point where I can go up to a stranger and have a conversation with them and even be okay when the stranger doesn't want to have a conversation back and it's awkward mm-hmm. <laughs> and have a Does good laugh about it. 100%. So th- there's this one time. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to me. Uh, listen, lady, I don't know who you are. No, I want to get to know you. Please okay. please leave me and alone. In all honesty, though, this was like, it was my bad too because we had taken the kids swimming. We were going back home and I'm like, dang, if I go back home, I'm like, I'm not going to talk to a single stranger. So I'm going to have to be like, roaming like going outside and trying to find someone to talk to right so weird. <laughs> anyway so then i was like mike i'm like just take the kids out i'll be right back i have to go talk to a stranger right <laughs> so sure enough i see so in order to count for 75 hard it can't just be like oh hey that's not enough talking there has to be an exchange of conversation right so i saw this mom she had like this jacket that i really like so that's a commonality and i was like oh hi right and then I was like, um, and she, I was like, oh, I love your jacket. But then she was like, oh, thanks. And kept walking. And I was like, oh, dang, like, I need exchange in order for to <laughs> Please, count. come back. Uh, come, come back, sir. I need to just say something else. <laughs> I'm like, give me. I'm so doing then, a 75-day hard thing, and then I need you to have a conversation with I me. I know. So I was like, do I just go and, like, say that that's my conversation? I was like, no, I know better. <laughs> so I was full up ready just to try it on something, someone else. But she came back. And I was like. She's on the phone by this point, okay? So not my best, like, getting to know a stranger. So I was like, I'm so sorry to interrupt you, but I just love your jacket so much. Where did you get your jacket? And she's like, oh, I I got it at at, at Joe's. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's awesome. And your daughter has one, too? And she's like, yeah. (laughs) Then she, like, walked away. I was like, ching, ching, ching. Three, like, questions. I was like, check. (laughs) That's the worst. (laughs) 100% 100% awkward. 100%. She was probably like, can you stop talking to me? I have my child. I'm on my phone. I'm busy. She was busy. It, was, it wasn't my, my 911? Greatest. I got this crazy I, uh, lady chasing me? 100%. Right? Because I'm like... <laughs> but after that, I wasn't in my head and being like, oh my gosh, why did I do that? I was like... I laughed. And I was like, okay, not my greatest like moment, yeah, yeah. clearly. But I'm like, but I did my best. It got done. And now I can go home. So that's the difference. I'm no longer in my what, head. What time? What what uh, what time was it? <laughs> it was like seven, uh, like six p.m. It's totally oh, it's totally daytime. Oh I thought, yeah, I think we were like out of midnight, no, going around looking for people to I, talk to. I have gone outside for a walk because part of it I had to do a workout outside. Right. So this one time it was like <laughs> nine thirty p.m. and I'm like, dang it, it's a whole lot different talking to people during the day than at night because people are like 
cautious. Like, why are you talking to me? There's not a lot of lights and I'm like walking around. I mean, I do have what's going for me that I'm female. So it's not as threatening as being a guy and trying to talk to people, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So I got to a point where there's a restaurant by my house and I'm like roaming around <laughs> the restaurant. And I'm like, if I don't run into anybody, I'm going to have to go into the restaurant, ask a random question and then come out. Right. Oh. That's how serious I am about my 75 heart. So anyway, thankfully, there was a guy like standing outside smoking and I was like, oh, hey, da, 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 da. he like said, I a love those things. cigarettes. Where'd you get them from? <laughs> no. Oh, so my tell God. Me, how long have you been smoking? No, I didn't say that. But I had like a very short, awkward conversation. It was really cool that day. And I was like, that is my best today. And I am counting that as like a conversation. That is hilarious. Yeah, Mike didn't was not impressed with that 75 heart thing. No, he was stressed out. Mostly because of the diet. Because well, it, it constrained him too, right? Well, no, it's he's a great husband. So he always ensures that wherever we go, I can eat something. And mm. the whole thing was like, I, I couldn't eat sugars. Or I, I couldn't have a cheat meal, per se. Yeah. And so he would always be, like, checking out the menus just to make sure that I could eat something. He's a great husband. I know after he's like, I'm so glad you're done. <laughs> Are you doing anything <laughs> ridiculous like that? Yeah, when I'm 39. So I'm turning 39 this year. I'm going to start the, the program again so I can hit the full year by my 40th. I have a big, ginormous party for my 40th to celebrate. That's, like, half of my life. That I've gained all these knowledge that I just want to celebrate. I'm excited for my next half. Like it's gonna be so much better. So that's that's what I'm doing. Well, and good. yeah. So and the reason why I asked you, I guess, how long it took you to get to this to this point here is because like today's topic is patience, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> patience. <laughs> but but it's interesting like how all of this fits as well because people ask me and so today, it's funny enough. So I, I so our mothers are having are on a day right now. Yes, they're, they've gone out yeah. to hang out. To go to look, go look for a new dad for me. So <laughs> He's like full out, right? He goes to, he drops off his mom and I'm dropping off my mom too. And then he's like, mom, mom, please find me a new daddy. <laughs> but in Spanish. <laughs> like... My mom's like, shut up. You don't know who's listening. You don't know who's listening. <laughs> my mom's so embarrassed. I embarrass my mom all the time. I love her. So uh, our parents, so Marie and I, we click like it's like so ridiculous because our, our lives are very parallel, almost, almost carbon copy. Right. Yeah. And so both of our both of our parents, our, our dads passed away. Right. And so we have these widow moms. But it's been amazing that our moms get along. Yeah. Right. And that they actually like spending time together. They look for each other at church. Yeah. I'm yeah. So they look glad. for each other. So my so mom glad. had this like this inkling. My mom knew that Maria was coming over to do the podcast. And so she's like, oh, invite invite Maria's mom so, so we can go for a walk. And I'm like, but it's freezing outside. It's snowing. There's like the ice hasn't melted. And she's like, okay. <laughs> she's like so disappointed. And then she calls me and she goes, well, maybe you can drop us off at, at, at McDonald's and then we can just have McDonald's. And I'm like, okay, mom. Uh, honestly, it's taking care of another child. No, right? don't say it, that. It, 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 no. I, not that I mind. I don't mind taking care of my kids, but taking care of my mom is like literally taking care of another child. Like, Well, it's because it, it does. There is this component where um, your availability a, needs to also be involve your mom, right? It's another dependent. But it... it well, but it's not a child. Though. It's completely different than a child. She acts like a child sometimes. No, she does not. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we wrestle all the time. <laughs> she sucker punches me. Anyways, too much about my mom. But anyways, um, no, but it, yeah. So, okay. She doesn't act like a child, but the, the um, 
the effort that I put in raising a child and making sure that they that they go somewhere, that they have enough to eat, that they have the funds, and all, it's the same thing with my mom. Like I'm taking care of her, right? Financially, I'm taking care of her, like emotionally, and and, and just you know roof over her head and all, which I don't mind. Well, you I, you love it actually. I honestly love it because and and without getting emotional. I see a tear. Get back in. <laughs> yeah, unacceptable, right? No, because she she did that for me. Yeah. Growing up. And there was no buts, if, qualms, or quarrels. Like it was just, it was naturally. I needed money, she gave me money. I needed a ride, my dad would take me anywhere. Uh, living in Scarborough, we would go to Etobicoke sometimes just to pick up something that I needed for school. Like there was never any questions like, let's provide for Miguel. So the fact that I can do it back to my mom and take care of her till my dying day. I, yeah. will, I will always do it. So again, no problems. Um, so as I'm dropping my mom off to go meet your mom at McDonald's, Seth is outside um, shoveling snow for a neighbor. And a neighbor, another person walks by and he goes, hey, hello, how, you know, how are you, son? How are you? He's like, amazing. <laughs> He's like a carbon copy of you too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and it's like, and so, but then that, it's it's interesting because when people ask me how you're doing, it, it's just natural. I am amazing. I woke up today and why wouldn't I be amazing, right? And so that's my that's my go-to answer. I'm doing amazing. I'm doing phenomenal, just absolutely great. I was never, I was not always like this. Yeah. Right? And so I asked you how long it took you because uh, same thing with me. Like when I first started... I was like, uh, I knew what I wanted to be like, and actually, but I was, I was in, in seventh grade six, no, seven, eight, nine. I was like that kid that got bullied, and I just wanted to, I wanted to be confident in my speech. I wanted to be confident in my how I projected myself, and it took a long time for me to just find the goodness of life and just be happy with what I have. I do like what you, like you've shared it with me before that what you did is you studied at Fresh Prince of Bel Air, right? Prince of Bel Air, yeah. But I actually love that because you took it upon yourself to be like, okay, let me see what he does that yeah. I can incorporate to be me, and it kind of it, it worked for you because you have a very similar personality. Yeah. Yeah. So this is really hot. To, to, oh, I am sweating over here, but I didn't want to say anything because I didn't want you to start crying. So we have like the heater going twenty four seven because of her. <laughs> I have to now get a I'm second sweating. mortgage just to just to pay for the the electrical bill. But uh, yeah, I would come home. Literally, I would spend hours. I would record the Fresh Prince of Bel Air videos. Yeah. Uh, and I would just watch them on repeat over and over and over again. And I would just study Will Smith and how he was, his persona, how he talked to his manner, just everything, his speech, everything. And I would just try and copy or just. Not be a carbon copy of him, but just have that confidence and figure out if the confidence came from speech, actions, or just mentality, right? Or even his surroundings. I literally I would study everything about the Fresh Prince of 